Welcome to Activate, featuring tales of inspiration from local citizens who stand up for what they believe in and encouraging you to find your cause, live your passion, make a difference, volunteer. Hi, my name is Cindy Chavez. I'm the volunteer director with Pantry 279. Well, we got involved because my daughters came home and my Girl Scout troop came and they were upset because some friends of theirs at school didn't have food to eat. And they were taking all the trash food and saving it for the weekends to eat because they had no food at home. And when the girls found this out, they came and they were very upset, obviously. And we talked about food banks and food pantries and things like that that they could go to, their parents could go to, to get help with food. And they, of course, jumped in and said, well, we could start a food pantry. And my first thought was, no, we can't. <laughs> it's a lot of work. But I went home and I thought about it. I said, you know, I'm always telling the girls, think bigger, go home. You know, if you put in the work, you can do anything. And I just told them no. So I felt bad. I went back. I said, okay, it's a lot of work, guys. Are you really sure you want to do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's where it started. Two years later, we opened. We came into partnership with Trinity Lutheran through one of our Girl Scouts was a member here at this church. They happened to have a truck bay that was not used, except for they were just kind of basically throwing trash and stuff back there. They were kind enough to give us... A First, a small piece of that to start the food pantry. And then slowly but surely, we've taken over the entire truck bay. <laughs> All of us are volunteers here. I have stayed with it. In fact, I am no longer the Girl Scout leader anymore. The girls grew up and we made the decision last year that I would step down and just become director of the food pantry because at the time when we started this, we figured eh, after about a year or so, once we had the word around, maybe we'd get 30 families through here a week. Maybe. We hit that on week two. And within week one, first month, we ended up serving 600 people. Second month, 1,200 people. And it just continuously grew to where we are now at about 3,100 people per month. Now, we didn't realize it was going to get like this. But seeing people come in and I think the biggest thing is is when they come in the first time they look very depressed they're embarrassed they don't want to be here and you could tell but once they've been here and realize that we're not judging them and that we welcome everybody equally. In fact, we try to treat them as family. Watching them come in the second time with the smiles and, oh, how are you? It's now more of a friendly thing. They're not embarrassed to be here. They're not afraid to come. Whereas beforehand, I think they'd rather cut off their arm than be here. It has majorly opened my eyes in the fact that kids can do anything. And I'm here to guide them. And yes, they've grown up and gone on now, but now what they've started, we as adults can continue on and seeing the need grow, seeing more and more people come and how much the need is, is really opened my eyes to the things that are going on in the world as a whole. Not just this community, but I can now see that, oh my gosh, there's all this need that I never saw before. We come from a more privileged family to where we don't have to worry about food. And I think that makes me more thankful at home for what I have. Definitely. It also has shown me how much waste goes on in this world and gives me ideas of how to prevent that, which is a big one. I love it when people say, you can't do that. I'm going to say, watch me. It's almost like a personal challenge now. They told us we couldn't ever do this. We'd never get all the food. I said, watch me. They said, you can't hand out 700 Thanksgiving boxes last year. I said, oh yeah? Watch me. And we handed out 807. Now they're saying... Are you sure you want to do over a thousand boxes this year? Watch me. Thanks for listening. I'm Cindy Chavez with Pantry 279. 
You may visit the City of Bloomington Volunteer Network website to see a full organization profile at bloomington.in.gov backslash volunteer. Now here's a rundown of current volunteer opportunities in Bloomington and Monroe County. For the City of Bloomington Volunteer Network, I'm Lucy Shake with three featured volunteer opportunities for the week. Gentry Park Senior Living Community thinks that you have talent, and they invite you to share that talent, be it performance, teaching, or leading exercises, songs, or art instruction, with their senior residents. All talents are welcome. Or if you can volunteer for at least one four-hour shift per week, you will accomplish a lot towards saving lives and keeping a healthy environment as a volunteer with WildCare, Inc. Give your time to help care for injured wildlife during the fall and winter seasons. And finally, the Friends of Lake Monroe invite you to join in their end-of-summer shoreline cleanup from 1 to 4 p.m. on Sunday, October 8th to pick up litter along the banks of Lake Monroe. The more the merrier, and gloves and water will be available for all participants. And that's a look at just some of the ways you can connect to your community through volunteering. For WFHB and the City of Bloomington Volunteer Network, I'm Lucy Shake. You've been listening to Activate, a co-production of WFHB and the City of Bloomington Volunteer Network, working together to build an empowered, vibrant, and engaged community. You may visit bloomington.in.gov slash volunteer to find and sign up for local volunteer opportunities. All episodes of Activate are available online at wfhb.org slash news slash activate. For Bloomington Community Radio, I'm Jennifer Brooks.